Hey, Purpose Peeps, before we jump in, I want to let everybody know that we were not a finalist in the FedEx Small Business Contest. I know there were so many people who were voting for us and rooting for us and praying for us, and I so appreciate it. I was a little bit disappointed, but honestly, it gave me some clarity around some things that I needed to refine for BGWP, and so I've been working on those things, and you'll hear more about that as we get into the episode for this week. Purpose peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. Now, if you are new to our community, I want to reintroduce myself to you because I know that we have a lot of new listeners. We've been getting a lot of new followers on Instagram, which is really cool. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about what we do. So if this is your first episode, I want to give you a quick hit on who we are, what we do, mission behind everything. So Black Girls of Purpose is a community creating offline and online spaces for women of color to connect. We started in 2016 after I wrote my book, The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose. And fast forward, books turned into workbooks, workbooks turned into workshops. We did a conference in 2017. In 2018, we did a workshop on entrepreneurship for teenagers with Essence Fest. And then in the fall of 2018 is actually when I started this podcast. So initially I started out thinking that I was going to be doing monthly interviews with women of color who were in business, and it ended up turning into weekly Bible studies. And that's what I kept with since 2018. And so recently, I felt positioned or freed up or, you know, felt like I got the green light to go back to that initial vision that I had for the Black Girls Purpose podcast, which is to bring women of color on every single week and share their story, share their testimony about how they got into business, some of the challenges that they faced in their business, um, what has kept them grounded when it comes to their business. And what you'll notice as you listen to these different episodes is just the the trend that entrepreneurship and and working in the marketplace, it truly has to be a calling. You have to be called to what you do, because if you don't, if you're not, or if you don't realize that you're called to it, then it's going to be easy to quit. And if for those of you who have been listening for a long time, you know how many times I've talked about the struggles that can come with feeling like you have an amazing idea, but nobody else believes in it, or feeling like, you know, you, you have this amazing idea, but you don't have the funds to create it or whatever the case may be. And so uh, my hope is that you found us on purpose, right? I believe that God does everything intentionally. And so I hope that you will first go back and listen to previous episodes with all our Bible studies, because I'm keeping all of those episodes up because they are still an encouragement to me, but then that you will tune into this journey of featuring different women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. All right, so now that we've gotten acquainted or reacquainted, I am so pumped to be back on the mic. Those who have been listening know that last month we took a break, or this past month, the month of March, we took a break because I just wanted to take a moment to stop. You know, sometimes you can get so caught up in the day to day and the hustle and the bustle that 
you are almost going on autopilot and I never like getting into that place, especially when it comes to the podcast, because I so love getting to connect with you all every single week. And so when it got to a place where it was feeling like a struggle, I won't even say a chore because I still love this so much, but when it was feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to edit another podcast episode or I have to schedule another post or whatever the case may be, I said, you know what, girl, maybe you just need to take a chance and just sit and Honestly, it was such a blessing. And, you know, many people would tell you, oh, you don't take a break. Your, your algorithms are going to be off. Your your listenership's going to go down. But I just had to have the faith that people would come back when we had new episodes. And so um, I'm really glad that I took this time. I was able to spend more time with family. I was able to wrap up programming for my nonprofit Unity Queens, kind of reset and, and talk with my co-founder about some things that we want to do for the fall. And at the very beginning of the month, I was going to start planning for some events that we had going for Uni Queens. But in light of COVID-19, those have been postponed or some have even been canceled. And so uh, what I thought was going to be this time for me to kind of gear up for the next quarter, I really ended up being a time of reflection. And um, there was one day in particular where I was talking to God and I'm like, man, God, it seems like things are off with us a little bit. And he told me, he said, girl, cause you keep taking me on these group dates, but you won't spend any one-on-one time with me. And I felt so convicted cause he was absolutely right. Like I'm a usher at the prayer room in my neighborhood and, you know, I had replaced that time. I said, okay, God, well, I spend time with you two hours a day, twice a week, you know, and I was already, I was still spending my one-on-one time with him, or at least I thought I was spending my one-on-one time with him. But I did on those days where I was going to the prayer room, I was like, God, I don't need to get up early and spend time with you because I'm I'm going to spend time with you at the prayer room. And he said, yeah, but that's a group date and I want some one-on-one time with you. And so the minute that I, you know, repented and asked God for forgiveness for that and asked him to guide me and show me what he'd been wanting to tell me, literally the skies opened up and things that I've been praying about clarity on and wondering, you know, should I be focused on this or should I be focused on this? He just, he said, girl, just focus on this one thing. And he shared uh, the story of Mary and Martha with me. And for those of you who are not familiar, there's a passage of scripture where Jesus comes and he visits two sisters. Their names are Mary and Martha. And Mary goes and sits at Jesus's feet. And Martha is going around the house cleaning and cooking and that kind of thing. And so, um, Eventually, Martha gets really frustrated and she says, you know, Jesus, Mary's not helping me. Tell her to help me. And he says, Martha, Martha, you are concerned with many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen what is good and it will not be taken away from her. And so in that passage of scripture, he's actually talking about himself, that he's the one thing that's necessary. And of course, I know that that applies to my life as well. But he was telling me the same thing. He said, Brie, you're focused on all these things in your business and you just need to be focused on this one thing. And I will be sharing what that one thing is next week when we come back. But it just felt really good to have that peace um, because I noticed whenever I said, okay, God, I'm trusting you. I'm going to surrender this, all this other stuff and just focus on this one thing. Then I found so much order and so much clarity. And so, you know, I don't know what one thing you're focused on this season. I know, especially in the midst of COVID-19, which I'll talk about in this next segment, but um 
you know, it's people are kind of struggling to figure out what their one thing is. And of course, as a, a follower of Jesus Christ, my first recommendation is to make your one thing Jesus, to to practice Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And then when you seek him, you will find the clarity you need to figure out what your one thing is as we continue into 2020. So y'all, COVID-19. Wow, I just don't even know where to begin. I feel like things happened all of a sudden. I mean, literally, one day people are just kind of going about their normal routine, and the next day people are on mandatory quarantine. And I've spoken with so many of my friends and people in our Black Girls of Purpose community about how, for me, a lot of my life looks pretty similar because I spend most of my time here at the house with my boys and it didn't really hit for me until I think one day I went to go visit my parents and I'm looking and there's almost no cars on the highway. The mall parking lot is closed. There, I mean, there's no one in the parking lot. The only cars that I see are cars that are in drive through lines. And it really hit me. And, I, and I've been intentional about reading enough news to be informed, but not reading so much that I'm overwhelmed because scripture says like when my heart is overwhelmed, it says this in Psalm 62, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So that's really been how I've been adjusting to everything happening with COVID-19. And from the very beginning, y'all, even before things got as serious as they are, God was just like, I'm getting my children's attention, Brie. You know, at the prayer room, I talk about the prayer room a lot because it's a big part of how God is allowing me to to minister in this season. But we have prayed for years um, and I've been there for about, I've been on the staff, quote unquote, for about six or seven months. And we have been praying for events that would soften hardened hearts. And when, when this happened, God was like, okay, prayer answered. And it was crazy to see that this is what it took for people to turn back to him. But I am just, I've been so encouraged in seeing the ways that people are getting so creative and the ways that they're connecting with people. And I've been so inspired in seeing the ways that people are really serving, right? They are going and meeting a need. Um, yes, of course, we see that some people have been really selfish or just have been uh, plagued with anxiety. And so they're doing things that don't make sense, like getting a bunch of toilet tissue or whatever the case may be. But I have seen you know, churches that are going on live that have never gone on live before. And it's been so amazing, even for my church, which has a majority of our population is an older population, seeing people get onto Facebook Live to watch church and talk in the comments, you know, and really connect with each other. And so while I do know that this is a pandemic, while I do know that people are literally passing away every single day, I feel like God told me from the very beginning, Bree, this is an opportunity for my children to come back to me. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, the scripture going around 2 Chronicles 17 that says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and I will hear their prayers and heal their land. And so people are praying who have never prayed before. People are praying who have not prayed in a very long time. And Again, I know with God as our father, it hurts his heart that he had to do this to get our attention in the same way. I talked about this on a recent Bible study, but in the same way that, you know, I don't like to punish my son. I don't like to discipline my son. But if that's what it takes for me to get him to listen, then, okay, I'm going to have to discipline you. You're going to have to get on timeout. I'm going to have to take your tablet away. You're going to have to get a pop sometimes, whatever the case may be. 
And so, of course, as parents, we don't love disciplining our children, but sometimes that's what they need. And, you know, I've listened to a lot of people's insight on it. And thankfully, I have so many people in my circle who are people of faith and people who are just positive people and understand that this experience is going to be what we make it, uh, that we really can come out on, on the other side of this stronger than when we came in. But it really will depend on our perspective. If we look at this as, oh my gosh, you know, everything sucks. Everything is horrible. I have to stay home, you know, or versus I get to stay home or I'm safe, then it really can change things. And so, um, it's just, you know, it, like I said, I started the m- month out wanting to reflect and it's provided that opportunity tenfold for me. From a professional standpoint, COVID-19 has brought me a lot of peace, which I know seems ironic, but there are so many things that God told me to wait on. And now that I'm that now that the current events are happening, I'm like, oh, my gosh, God, you know, if we had been working on this event now, then it would have had to be canceled. Or if I paid that deposit for that thing, you know, then I would have been struggling right now to get my deposit back. I mean, even financial things, y'all, because many of you know our journey, me and my husband's journey, that we've been in a financial sunken place for, you know, two and a half years. And and we're really starting to come out of it, which is so ironic in this time where people have so much um, financial insecurity and and just questions about their financial stability, I'm seeing that our finances look better than they've looked in a very long time, where we have money in the bank and are about to pay bills and are still going to have money in the bank. And it's not even, I don't know, it's just, it's really a God moment for sure. Um, But a vision that someone gave me And I want to share it with you when I was at the prayer room last week. And yes, we're still open, but we're practicing social distancing. There's no more than nine people in the room at a time. And I go in the morning. So it's usually like two or three of us, honestly. But um, I was there and one of the prophets of the house, he said, Bree, I I had this vision of you while you were praying. And he said, you were in the middle of the garden and there was this big tree and it had fruit on it. It was an apple tree. And so there's this huge tree and you were just sitting under the shade of the tree. And he said, and around you, these trees were on fire and there are trees that were barren and there are trees that were falling apart and all these things. He said, but you were literally just sitting under the shade of this apple tree. And so he said, I feel like God shared that with me to let you know that you and your family are not going to lack in this season. And while that was so comforting to me, I felt like Holy Spirit told me, he said, Bree, this is, this is not just a picture for you. This is how all of my children should look. This is how everybody should experience me, that they should be, even in the midst of times like these and pandemics, they should be able to hide under the shadow of my wings, hide under the shadow of of my tree. And, and, you know, so many people have been sharing Psalm 91 that talks about dwelling under the shade of the, the shadow of the almighty. And so again, that just brought me so much comfort and so much peace because I have had moments even recently where I'm like, God, I feel so much peace, but is that okay? I don't feel like I should feel peace in the midst of this situation. But then it remind, he reminds me of scripture in Philippians that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with thanksgiving in your heart, make your requests known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, yeah, Brie, I know it doesn't make sense that you have peace, but you have peace because you're abiding in me. And, you know, I, I've talked so many times about John 15 that says, if you remain in me and my words remaining you ask whatever you want and will be done for you and apart from me you cannot produce any fruit like God has just shown he said Brie you are attached to me and so that's why you are not going to struggle mentally spiritually emotionally like if you are attached to God 
And that doesn't mean that you're completely dismissive of, again, the realities of the things that are happening, but you do have this inner peace. You are able to operate in such a way where you say, you know what? I know my dad's going to take care of me, that he knew, he, he scripture says he knows my end from my beginning, that he knew each one of my days before one of them began. And so he knew this was going to be a part of my testimony and he has equipped me for this and he has strengthened me for this. And, you know, I was listening to someone's podcast yesterday and she was talking about how she recovered from a brain injury. And she was saying, you know, I think because I've already been through trauma, that's why I'm not, I'm not freaking out right now because this is another traumatic experience, but I've seen the way that God has delivered me in previous seasons from other traumatic experiences. And so it's literally like scripture says in uh, Psalm 27, I believe, where it says, the Lord is my rock and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Like, I don't, like I'm, I can't even drudge up fear if I try. That's what's such a blessing, y'all, is that even when I try to go to the depths of my soul because of what I've been through with God, I can't even allow myself to, I can't find fear anywhere. Like I'm looking for fear. I'm looking for anxiety. I'm looking for depression and I just can't find it because it's not there because God has truly uprooted it. And then when I tell you that that gives me so much hope and joy and it makes me feel like, you know what, God, everything that I've been through, I'm so thankful for it because it prepared me for such a time as this, it's an absolute blessing to know that I know that the God who brought us to this will bring us through this. Now, of course, I have to say, if you guys do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I would love for you to get into a relationship with him right now. Literally, as you're listening to this, all you have to do is that you admit that you're a sinner in need of a savior. You can you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins so you could be saved. You confess him as your Lord and savior. And that's it. That's And y'all, even that is like, you know, step one, step two, step three. But if you just said right now, Lord, I love you. I need you. I don't know what this is, but I need you to help me out of it. I promise you, he will accept that and say, okay, got you. Because I think about um, the man who was on the cross next to Jesus when he was being crucified and how he admitted that he believed in God. And and he said, today you will be with me in paradise. He didn't have this structured thing. He didn't even baptize him yet. Because some people believe you have to be baptized to be saved. He just said he believed and God was like, cool, you can come with me to paradise. And so I want to invite y'all into the family of God primarily because I want you to experience the same kind of peace because I know people are suffering with depression right now. I know people are suffering with anxiety. I've seen the reports that say that divorce rates have already gone up from people being in quarantine with each other for two weeks. I've seen the the reports that say that child abuse cases are increasing. Like it's, it's so crazy. Literally, there's an opportunity for the world to either go to hell in a handbasket or for us to really turn to God. And so I want you to be one of those who turns to God and says, God, you know, I've been listening about you. I've heard about you from Brie on this podcast for months or even years. And, you know, I didn't feel like I needed you then, but I need you now. So I just want to pray that with you. And um, I'm going to pray that with you. And then I'll, I'll share just some professional uh, updates, some, some, because this is really the personal side. And I always share on, on these monthly updates, I share something personal and then I share professional and then I share my goals. 
So, Father God, Lord, I just thank you for everyone who's listening to this podcast, Lord God. Uh, Your word says you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind has stayed on thee because they trust in thee, Lord God. And so I pray, Lord, for those who are already in the family of faith, Lord God, for them to remember, Lord, that if they trust in you, Lord God, then they will have peace. And I pray for those who desire to have a relationship with you, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would come into their hearts, Lord God. I pray that you will transform their hearts, Lord God, and their minds. Your word says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so, Lord, we know that you renew our mind through the reading of your word. And so, Lord God, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for you to just come in, Lord God, like a flood to these people's hearts who need your peace. They need your hope, Lord God. They need to understand, Lord God, that you are you, that the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but you came that we might have life and life more abundantly, Lord God. And so I just pray, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, that you would enter into their hearts, Lord God, that you would change their lives, that you would show them that you are real. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. So that was the personal side of things and just my personal view of everything that God is doing with COVID-19, how he's really using this to bring his children back to him and then to increase the size of his family. Um, And I did have one more personal note, just my personal family, literally like my husband, my children. I've been so grateful for the time that I've been able to spend with them. I've been so grateful even for, again, literally seeing how God has lined everything up where I'm with my, I'm home with my boys most of the time. And so I think one of the things I've been most grateful for is the fact that for them, life looks pretty normal uh, because people will look back at this and, you know, this is a major thing that has happened in history. Um, And I am grateful that one, that they're young enough where they're not like, oh my gosh, what is going on? But two, that God has graced me to be home with them. And it's crazy because I was telling one of my friends yesterday, I did not think that I would ever want to be a stay-at-home mom. People who have known me for a really long time, knew me before I had children, would know that I always said that I would never be a stay-at-home mom because I felt like I was you know, going to be out here doing things with my career. And to find myself so fulfilled in this season that I never thought I'd find myself in is just so interesting. And it just shows you know, God's sovereignty and how he does everything for a reason. And I was telling another friend yesterday, I said, you know, if I had a different life before this pandemic, if I was my old my old self, then yes, this would probably lead me to anxiety and depression, not only because my relationship with God isn't where it is now, but also just because I found so much of my identity and my activity. And I think that's where a lot of people are finding themselves is that they're realizing, wow, if I'm not, you know, the center of attention in the room, or if I'm not just laughing and kicking it up, or if I'm not doing brunch, or if I'm not, you know, on a stage doing a speaking engagement, I don't know who I am. And so for if that applies to you as well, I just pray that God will um, just wash over you, that you will see that your identity is not in your activity. Your identity is who he says you are, that he has called you by name. I love that scripture in Psalm. It talks about how he has called us by name, that we are his. And scripture also says that he has written our names on the palms of his hands. And so if you believe that, again, I just pray that you will uh, surrender your life completely to God. You might have surrendered it partially to him before, but if you're in a situation where now you're finding yourself without a job, 
you know, your your schooling has postponed indefinitely or you the opportunity you had lined up for the summer, the traveling you were going to do, speaking engagements again. I mean, I saw someone post how they had lost like thousands of dollars worth of speaking engagements when South by Southwest got canceled. If you're finding that those things that you were looking for identity in are gone and now you don't know who you are, just remember what God's word says, that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, that you would declare the praises of God's special possession, that you would declare the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Um, I would highly, highly suggest that you go back and listen to our Chosen Ones podcast episode. Um, That is one of my favorites. It's my personal testimony of how God transformed uh, my life. And I think that is in the identity series that we did last April or May. So just go and look in the archives. We have so many episodes, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, definitely go back and listen to that. So for real, for real, let's get into these parts of the, these professional updates. We are launching a, we are relaunching Activate. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into detail because I really want to be so strategic with that, but I feel like I couldn't properly share these updates by just being all secretive and, oh, there's this thing that we're working on. So Activate is the project that I was working on primarily for the month of March, making sure that we had all our emails scheduled, making sure landing pages look good, making sure that links worked, making sure that I have streamlined our checkout process. And so again, if you're on our email list, you'll get first and first dibs, first information, uh, exclusive look at all of that, um, because I'll be sharing it with our email list, more information about it with our email list next week. And again, you can go to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join, um, literally scheduling social media posts, every single thing. And so I'm really excited because I was telling someone earlier this week, I feel like this is the most intentional I've ever been about anything in my business that because again, my faith is so big, sometimes I act foolishly and then label it as faith. But God has convicted me and said, Brie, you know, faith doesn't mean just leaping out and not having a plan. Faith is that you can have a plan. And if it doesn't go the way you expected, then you still believe in me. But it doesn't mean just just not being intentional about things. And so it's like, okay, God, you got that. So yeah, we've been working on Activate for the past few weeks. And if you don't know what Activate is, then you'll just have to subscribe to our email list or you'll have to tune back in next week because I'll go more in depth about that Activate community. But I am so excited about it, y'all. I've shared it with some of the women who are close to me um, and have just been a part of this journey and, you know, getting their feedback has been really amazing. Been doing some beta testing as well with courses that we'll be offering through the Activate community. And so getting to kind of be get put my teacher hat back on has been really fun. I didn't realize how much that I missed it um, because even when we did our event in October of last year, the Fearless event, you know, I shared my testimony. We did the live podcast experience, but when it came to the teaching section, I actually outsourced that stuff for lack of a better term. Like I had women who are in my church, I had them lead and facilitate the different breakout sessions. And so I feel like I haven't taught anything in terms of doing a workshop style situation. I feel like I haven't done that since 2018 when we had the Essence Fest event. Uh, So it's just, it felt really, really good to be teaching again. And 
you know, it's people talk about, oh, it's just like riding a bike to know that I still have that skill set was um, really amazing. And just to see the way that God has translated that to more things that involve business, as opposed to just simply talking about goal setting or simply talking about time management, but talking about how to create an online course or talking about how to start your own podcast. Um, so speaking of, I am doing a free workshop on how to start your own podcast next week, next Thursday. So if you are interested, go to blackgoesofpurposepodcast.com forward slash anchor, and you can sign up for that. Again, it's free. Um, I know in this time where people are struggling to find things to do and, you know, TikTok videos may be getting old if you've been on there already. Um, I know people are looking for ways to be creative and there are so many people in our community who have talked to me about knowing that they're supposed to start a podcast, but they felt like they didn't have the time or they didn't know where to start or what they should talk about. And so that course is literally going to outline all of those things. So make sure, again, you go to blackgirlsofpurposepodcast.com forward slash anchor and you can get that workshop for free. We're able to wrap up Uni Queens programming at the beginning of March. And even that was such a blessing because did not know if we had prolonged programming even one or two weeks later, we might not have been able to wrap up our program. So we were able to give the girls their certificates and t-shirts. And um, honestly, our attendance kind of went down this year compared to last semester. But before I could even get sad about it, God reminded me that there was a season when Black Girls of Purpose first got started, where I was going to the recreation centers in New Orleans. And if my friend Zuri is listening to this, she was the, she knows the story, but I uh, had signed a partnership with the New Orleans Recreation Development Commission. And so they offered me a free space in exchange for my programming because they wanted to get more people into the rec centers. That's why they started those partnerships. And so I had this program, I had a curriculum, I showed up every single week for 16 weeks because it was a 16-week curriculum. And out of those 16 weeks, only two weeks did I have somebody come. One week, it was a, a young girl, and I don't remember how she found out about our program. And then the second week, which and these weren't even back-to-back -back weeks, the second week, my friend Zuri came, and we sat in the room and just talked. And, you know, I remember, I'm so grateful that God will bring that story up in my mind, that memory up every so often, because he's like, Brie, you've been doing this, baby. Don't act like, oh, well, God, nobody showed up or, oh, God, only two people showed up. He's like, you used to do this when no one was here, when no one was watching. And so to see those girls come and get their certificates and get their shirts was so amazing to me. And even beyond that, to see the the mentors that we had and the parents that we had come and, and experience it. I was just like, wow, God, this is more people than I've ever had um, be a part of something that I'm doing in terms of a, a regular program that we're doing every week, not just a one-off event, but a regular program. And so I really hope that those girls who, of course, I'm still connected with and I want to do field trips with them once we're released from all of our quarantine. But I am just hoping that something that we said over the course of the 22 weeks, because we extended it to have mentor meetups in between. Um, I'm really hoping that something we said was transformational for them and changed their perspective and changed their outlook on life. And so uh, that was a, an immense blessing.
Um, I also wrapped up this sponsorship course that I was involved with um, Jessica Chinyelo, who is the sponsorship lady. Uh, she had our, her first cohort of a class called Sold Out Sponsored Secured. And um, so we wrapped up that course this month. And, you know, it's amazing. I mean, we started last year. And so to see, you know, just people develop and get more confidence in that sort of thing, it was really cool. And if you're interested in that course, make sure you email me, Bree, B-R-I-E at blackgirlswithpurpose.org and I can send you more information about it because it's totally worth the investment. Um, we actually, that was something we paid for through Unity Queens. With Black Girls With Purpose, uh, obviously you guys know we took a break from the podcast. So still sending out emails every week. And if you're not subscribed to our email list, make sure you do that by going to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join. Our email list, people always get first dibs on any kind of offerings that we're doing. They always find out. And honestly, I ask them for a lot of advice on things that we create uh, for the podcast, that things we create on social media, even content that we create. And so I uh, would love for you to connect with us over there. Again, blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join. But this month for Black Girls of Purpose really was about strategy. I shared on the January update that last year, you know, God really strengthened my faith in the fact that there was nothing that he told me he was going to do for this ministry that I didn't believe. But this year he said, okay, it's time to pair your faith with some strategy to believe, yes, that I can do it, but then to put some works with it too, right? Because we know scripture says faith without works is dead. And so he's just aligned up different things that he has given me to do. Um, I did do a lot of interviews for the podcast this month, even though I wasn't posting things. I did a lot of interviews, talked to a lot of phenomenal women. So I'm excited to introduce you to them in the upcoming weeks. And then I still worked on some partnership opportunities uh, for with other women in the Black Girls of Purpose community. And if you're interested in becoming a purpose partner, you can go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash partner, I believe. And if you have a business that you want to partner up with us, um, you can go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash biz. I know I'm giving you guys so many links, but I'll make sure that I post them in the show notes so you can go to the thing that applies to you. Now that we have outlined all those things, I'm out of breath, y'all. I guess I just, I really haven't recorded a podcast in so long. I might, y'all know I normally get on here and I could talk for an hour, but now I'm talking for 10 minutes and I'm out of breath. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so goals for this next month are to relaunch activate uh i am also hoping to sell at least 10 memberships i'm saying that y'all because i know that god is a god who does exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think and so I'm sharing it with you because I'm hoping and praying in faith that next month I'll be able to say, God completely exceeded our goal of 10 memberships. Um, so yes, I'm praying that we can sell 10 annual memberships for the Activate community. I want to increase my guest podcasting next month in terms of the the podcast that I appear on because I've had so many people, you know, that I've interviewed, but I, I felt like that was the next thing God told me to do. He's like, you go and speak to other people. And so that's my goal um, to be on five podcasts in this next month, you know, thinking about it as like one podcast per week. Cause I was listening to this podcast called rock the podcast, I believe. And it was saying how whenever you're a guest on another podcast, that allows you to, one, expand your reach, which we already know. But they're saying, you know, so many people strive to get speaking engagements. And I've definitely been in that group before. 
you strive to get speaking engagements, but speaking engagements can be really expensive. And I don't know how many of you know, but there are a lot of conferences where you actually have to pay to speak. So you're paying the cost of registration. You're just getting on the stage. And for me, especially as somebody with a family, I'm just thinking, you know, I have to weigh the cost of everything. I have to count the cost of everything. And I say, okay, is this worth the money first and foremost? Is it worth the time away from my family? Is it worth me traveling, being away, you know? And so they were just sharing how when you're a guest on a podcast, it's literally like a speaking engagement from your home and you get to be in front of all these different people in your pajamas, right? And so um, I loved that perspective. And I felt like it was so timely because God had been putting it upon my heart to start talking on other people's podcasts, but I didn't really know the best way to go about doing that. And so um, he gave me some strategy. And so I ex- I'm executing that strategy even right now as we speak. And I'm praying that the fruit is going to come from that um, soon. I'm actually going to be on a podcast called The Bay Podcast balance above everything. Um, I'm actually going to be on that this Thursday. And I know that some people are going to listen to this podcast years from now and say, what is she talking about? There's no Bay podcast, but I'm recording this on March 31st, 2020. So when I'm talking about this Thursday, I'm talking about April 2nd. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited about that because I was able to connect with the host last year, actually. And so seeing how God kind of brought that connection back around is really, really cool to me. And so I will be posting that on our social media feed. Uh, make sure you're following me at The Black Girl With Purpose. And of course, follow the business page at Black Girls With Purpose to just stay updated on everything that we're doing. It for this week. I will do what I said before and make sure that I post all of the links I mentioned in the show notes so you can still stay connected with us and stay up to date on everything that we're doing. Uh, if you have any prayer requests, be sure to DM me on Instagram at the Black Girl with Purpose. I would love to pray for you. Uh, make sure that you're subscribed to our email list, blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join. I actually just created a new guide on how to build, create, how to create community, how to cultivate community. And there are ways for you to adapt that even in the society that we're living in now with social distancing. And so whenever you subscribe to our email list at blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join, you will get that document from me. And let's see, is that it? I think that's it, friends. I am super pumped to be back with our first interview for quarter two of the year next week. We have so many phenomenal women lined up. I mean, when I tell you we're going to talk to money professionals, we're going to talk to the founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, Shay Bynes. We're talking to authors. We're talking to uh, we, uh, we are a woman, the woman who is in our community, who's going to be a teacher on our Activate platform. She's coming in and talking about, you know, working in the workplace. And, you know, I think that's even that is so interesting in the times that we're in now. And so just a lot of really great things coming up, coming down the pipeline. Uh, I am still working on the Pain and Purpose podcast. For those of you who are like, girl, you talked about it. I see the trailer. No episodes have come out yet. Still working on that because I want to roll out several episodes. Um, I want to have them lined up and ready to go versus posting an episode and then there's three more weeks. And so I'm just making sure I have all of that in alignment. Um, If you have a story about how God has birthed purpose through your pain, I would love to hear it and potentially talk about having you on the podcast. So you can email info 
at blackgirlswithpurpose.org and just put in the title, just put pain and purpose and just share a little bit about your story. And I would love to get connected with you. Y'all know that I believe the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's why I'm so excited about that particular ministry and being able to share more people's stories because you can be black, white, male, female, doesn't matter. Uh, We all have seen the ways that God has birthed purpose through our pain. And so that is it for the week. I know I keep saying that, but for real, that's it for the week, y'all. I love you so much. I'm so glad to be connected with you. I hope that you and your family are doing well, that you haven't been impacted too negatively uh, by this. And even if, you know, you've lost your job, you've lost the the speaking opportunities. I just want you to know that God is still sovereign. He still sees you and he is going to birth something good out of this. So just continue to hold onto his hand and I promise that you'll get through it.